Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us, fully clothed. Oh, we got a treat for you today. Do we (laughs) ever? Do we ever? What is that treat? We don't know yet. (laughs) Um, Mel's laying in her bed and I'm in an egg chair, so. Yeah, you know, this is this what you get. Kaylin's like, hey. You got time to record? I'm like, yeah, I could probably pop one out right now. <laughs> got, got cozy in the bed. That sounded so disgusting. Anywho. And then we were chatting about life. And I was like, you know what? Stop. Because we always chat about life and give ourselves like, hey, how you doing? What's up? What's new? And then halfway through our discussion, we're like, frick, we probably should have been recording this. So that's what we're going to do today. And you guys get to go along on this journey of Mel and Kay legit just catching up with one another. Yeah. Just chitter chatter. Let's get at her. Chitter chatter. <laughs> so what we were talking about before, I was like, nope, freeze. Let's record this bad boy. Um, Thanksgiving. I asked Kaylin, how was your Thanksgiving in New Zealand? First Thanksgiving there. They don't celebrate. How was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I was a little bummed when I heard that, like, in New Zealand, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, So I said to Summer, because she's from Canada, I'm like, should we just do Thanksgiving dinner anyways? And she's like, yep. So we, like, planned it all out. We're like, we're going to do this. And then um, we got looking, and turkeys here, frozen small turkeys, are, like, $140. So we're like, well, maybe we'll have chicken instead. (laughs) So, So we had a Thanksgiving meal with chicken instead. And I was like, oh, and we might as well just buy a pumpkin pie. No, that's not a thing here. Like, pies really aren't a thing here. Like, what? if you say, if you say, do you want a pie? You're going to get, like, a meat pie, not a savory mm. dessert pie. Yeah. So, when I went on a long-ass walk for pie and got to the end of my walk and realized it was a meat pie, not, like, an apple pie, I was pissed. But, anyways, that's fine. Um, So, we were looking, like, they don't even have, like, a canned can of like pumpkin puree or nothing so we literally took a pumpkin and turned it into a pie and it was we had very low expectations because summer and i both um our cooking skills are a little bit uh not very good (laughs) (laughs) so we're like what could possibly go wrong making a whole thanksgiving meal for the first time and pumpkin pie from scratch by the grace of God, my stepmom's spidey senses must have been tingling, and she like FaceTimed us while we were making this pie. And she walked us through every step, thank goodness. <laughs> and so, so then um our pumpkin pie actually turned out really well. We were very amazed. Um the the local Kiwis that we invited to our Thanksgiving meal, um you know they were good sports they ate it but um not really their cup of tea neither of them likes cinnamon either so and they're just not used to that kind of pie but summer and i thought it was actually really good um the texture was a little bit off but it was good it wasn't burnt um well i did burn my hand while making it there's a little bit of a blister here but labor labor of love you know labor of love (laughs) um what do they eat there like what is their diet like what 
Yeah. Funny Rose enough, pie. they they eat a, a lot of roasted pumpkin. Like that's just a vegetable they eat as roast roasted pumpkin. So, um, that's something. Like, do they eat like when we were in Germany? It's very meat and potatoes. You don't see a lot of color. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hello, Miss Avery. Miss Avery, Mrs. Auntie Kaylin. Yeah, I miss so, her too. So she's coming in to say hi. Would you like to say hi? No. Okay. Okay. She looks so snuggly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of meat and potatoes and veggies and um, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, what are they for pie? dessert? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like they don't eat pies. Like literally, they don't eat pies, other than meat pies. Um, I mean, I can't speak for all of them. I don't really know. Um, speak for the I, entire I, place, okay, Kaylin? What? Well, does- <laughs> we, when you go into the grocery store, there's not like a pie section. Oh, like you can't just make it buy a pre-made apple or pumpkin pie or anything like that. Um, I'm sure they do eat pies, maybe, but I just haven't seen them. The, the cool thing about New Zealand, I kind of like love and hate it at the same time, is. So many things are made from scratch. Uh, like, mm-hmm. you can't really buy too many pre-made things, um, which is which is cool. Like, um, but, yeah, at the same time, I'm learning how to cook and bake over here. So Look that's at you. probably. Life yeah. skill. A life skill. Just going to come skills. home, ready to. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, Avery. That's right. You're going to be ready to rock and roll. Be a wife, no. wife, of, wife material. Is she wife material? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Okay, you still got a little <laughs> bit of ways to go. <laughs> that I do, but okay. So you made Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. They okay. I'll tell you how okay. I. Yeah, I'll tell you how I felt. Yeah, where you're this, going with this? Because this is where I was going. Because this is when the minute you were going to tell me, you were like. You were going to start that story. I was like, no, we're going to hit because I feel like this will get into a deep Mel and Kay conversation. Yeah. So, um, oh, I've just been so emotional the last few days, I tell you. Um, so we were sitting at Thanksgiving and, you know, we all just went through like everything that we're thankful for. And like then it, I think it really hit me. It's just like how unbelievably lucky I am this far away from home but still feeling like I'm at home if that makes any sense like like the people that I have surrounded myself with in New Zealand have just made this feel like home and this transition has just been so much easier because of them um you know you're just sitting in a country where Thanksgiving isn't uh isn't a holiday here but they're still willing to celebrate it with you and just you know you're bringing a piece of your home to their home but you still feel at home because they make you feel at home (laughs) I'm kind of talking in circles yeah like and and you know I just it comes in so much waves like um the grief of of missing my my friends my family and my community um really does come in waves but like this weekend that I just had I've just felt so much gratitude like I actually cried last night when I was laying in bed because I just feel so much 
happiness and joy and fulfillment in my heart but also like sadness at the same time because I miss my people you know I'm just like I'm so proud of myself for being brave enough to follow my soul here and I'm just so proud of myself to be able to meet new people and and form new relationships and stuff like that and ah I just I don't know it's such an unreal an unreal experience and I just I'm really struggling to put it into words because it's just is something like I've never felt in my life that duality of emotions I was just gonna say like you legit like we all go through life I feel like with that duality but like Mm -hmm. yours is almost amplified Mm -hmm. because yeah and to try to like exist in that strong duality of gratitude and joy but missing and longing Mm -hmm. it it is a weird place to sit in because you want to be so present in that joy and that happiness and that like overwhelming sense of gratitude and love like you said they made you feel like you were at home but it's hard when you have that strong sense of longing still because a piece of your heart isn't near you Mm -hmm. and and I did journal about that the other day is because like last week or the week before don't remember I was feeling very very anxious and unsettled and I just couldn't get to the bottom of it so I journaled and I figured it out like my mind is at the most is at peace here my mind is in New Zealand like nothing here is trying to kill me everything is so easy and simple and just everything makes sense here the way that they do things is just sorry Canada better easier less bullshit Mm -hmm. um and so my mind is here my soul is still in Bali oh my god you know we've talked about that just how alive I felt and just it was just amazing and then my heart is in Canada like Mm -hmm. with all of my people and and like where I felt the most comfortable and the most like I don't know loved and you know like that's where my family is and so that's why and as soon as I came to that realization I was like oh okay that makes sense and it's like now how do I just it's like that awareness. It's like, okay, cool. That's where I feel. That's how I feel right now. So how do I, how do I feel whole? And I think the answer is I just find a way to live in all three places. <laughs> okay. That's great. I was just saying, well, remember, like I asked, so what's the next step for Kaylin in being that whole and well-being? Because as we all know, like I, if your mind, body, and soul isn't nourished and taken care of, you know, and all this. Well, I'm glad you've answered it. You're just going to live in all three places. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. All right. Next. Problem solved. Yeah. Um, but it is weird because it just, I do feel a little torn, but I still yeah. feel whole, mm-hmm. you know, for the, yeah. So I don't know. And maybe, yeah. maybe that, I don't know. What is whole also? Yeah. What is, I mean, we all think we're living it, but then you like grow older and you're like, oh, well, that was not it or that was it in the moment. Yeah, I that's it. I think, Mel, 100%. It's in the moment. Like I look back on my life in in Canada and I'm just like, I was so happy. Like I really living in those living in the moment there. 
I was so happy. I loved all of my jobs. I loved all of my people. I loved the community that I built. I was so happy. And now that I'm on this side of the world and I get to reflect back and see it from a different point of view, I'm just like, I was happy in that season Mm -hmm. of my life and not but and I have grown Mm -hmm. and I've learned that like I was happy and burnt out Mm -hmm. at the same time. I was happy and pouring into so many people and forgetting about myself Mm -hmm. oftentimes. And now here I am just being like 100% with me and I, I see that. So then... Now I'm working towards this place of balance mm-hmm. for this season of my life. Yeah. That's the thing. I think it like, I think we're all waiting for that again, that aha moment or this like a great big epiphany, the light shining, the angels are singing, but that's never going to happen. Ooh, what are you going to say? Go. So my aha moments, these are going to crack you up. Some like, you know, when you're just like, I get what you're saying and I and I agree with you. Like, or we think that um we're gonna have that aha moment, or like when this happens, I know I've made it, but uh-huh. then when you reach it, you're just like, What the hell? That's yeah. not now it's on to the next thing. Yeah. My aha moment in New Zealand was when I saw lemon trees everywhere. I'm like, holy shit, I think I've manifested this. Like, I've always said, I always, like, I would love to be able to grow lemon trees. Like, that was my aha moment. I'm like. So not profound, but so profound at the same time. Profound. And, and then I was just like, wow, like, there's just, there's constant, like, you walk down the street and there's just lemons everywhere. How fresh and amazing. And I'm like honestly my auntie and I have always talked to like she's tried so many times to grow lemon trees even in in her house and it's just been a thing in my life and then when I went to Bali my my it was a weird euphoric feeling when I walked into this place in the rice fields I was staying in this like I don't want to say hut because that sounds like it's a hut but it was like just my own room area Mm -hmm. thing and I walked into there and then I went into the bathroom and I saw that beautiful deep bathtub and like the outdoor shower. Like it's not, it's like still sheltered, but you're showering with like plants and stuff. And I just like, I felt like, holy shit. My soul knew that there was a place like this that existed for cheap. And, and this is the place that I've been longing for for so long, but I didn't know it existed and then when I was in there, I was like, this is it. I've, I have found this place that my soul knew existed, but I didn't know where it was. And it, it brought me to that place. It was so, it was so crazy, that feeling. And then I just like, I just wrote and wrote and wrote and everything that was like stuck in me came out. And it was just, oh, it was so beautiful. And I think the same thing happened with these damn lemon trees. Like, there's there's a place that I knew that I needed to be, <laughs> not because of lemon trees, but because of the lemon trees. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am. And my soul just brought me here because I was brave enough to trust it. I yeah. don't know. Wait. It was a weird feeling, man. <laughs> yeah, it's 
I manifested it without even knowing that that like that never ended up on a vision board that never I never talked to anyone about it because I yeah, just I didn't know I about just, your damn lemon trees is first I'm hearing about it freaking lemon. lemon trees or huh friggin lemon trees friggin lemon trees like because I just you don't know how to talk about those things you're just and you don't know that you've been thinking about it as much as you have until you get to that point point. and so my moral of the story here is it doesn't have to be profound yeah. like these if I said to you like yeah I know I'm meant to be in New Zealand because there's lemon trees here like that sounds so ridiculous but how I feel in my soul is just like everything is right yeah and when I was in Bali I was just like I feel like I knew this place before I knew it yeah and you know what like I think too because you are diving in and you have been doing so much work on yourself and your growth and your entire being I honestly think this is showing you that you will find home wherever you are because you are with you. Mm-hmm. All you need is you and trust in yourself to be at home. Mm-hmm. You found home and some that uh, feeling in Bali. You found it in New Zealand. You have mm-hmm. it here, which is showing you. You just need to be with you, all of you, mm-hmm. and you will be home. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. I think that's what it's showing you. And I do truly believe, like, I mean, and we've talked about this so many times, like how we just go through this life. We're looking for the next best thing. Oh, maybe if I do this, maybe if I do that, like when really all we need to be is at home in ourselves. And it doesn't matter what car you drive, what house you live in, where you are. If, you know, well, lemon trees is a big thing, but if there weren't lemon trees, I am sure you would find that moment in something because you're so in tune with your being and in love with yourself. And you know that you will make home wherever you are. It just might take a little bit of time. And I think that's a big thing for all of us, like for myself, for our listeners, for whomever this comes across. It's like when you're at home in your own body, you'll be at home wherever you are. I think like yes to everything you said. Oh gosh, please don't lose this brain. Um, And I think it also takes like what you said a lot of love and acceptance Mm -hmm. of yourself but I think it also takes a whole lot of unlearning Mm. and it also Mm. takes a whole lot of letting go of your identifying titles yes yes so that has been a very humbling experience for me coming to New Zealand Mm -hmm. like because as soon as someone as soon as you say what your occupation is People automatically categorizes you, categorize you, or if you're married or you're divorced or you have children or you don't or any of these things. And so when I now I have learned to like let go of all of my titles, Mm -hmm. come into peace with myself and know that like what is happening inside of me, like this peace that I feel for myself and this love and this new sense of home, no matter where I am, knowing that I'm at home because I have myself is awesome but you don't get to explain that to people like you don't get that like external praise for it Mm -hmm. because it's a very foreign concept to so many people Mm -hmm. yeah so true it is interesting yeah the titles oh hey i'm ellie oh what do you do well i'm mel 
Like, just me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a certified freak. Ooh, yeah. Seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Tell me where the freak's at. That's me. <laughs> yeah, it is a weird thing to not be, you don't identify, you're not attached to the outcomes of things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is what I do, but that's not me. Yeah. This is just the way I express me. Yeah. Instead of asking people what, like, what they do, I think we should just be like, and what lights your soul on fire? You know? Like, yeah. Because I don't, I don't give a shit what you do. Like, 90% of the people that you say, like, what do you do? And they have, like, a very high paying job. It's like, oh, awesome. Cool. So now you're worthy. Like, is that mm-hmm. how that works? Um, But do you even like your job? Are you even fulfilled? Like, mm-hmm. I would rather do a shit job for the rest of my life if it brings me peace than mm-hmm. something that pays crazy amount of money. When I think, too, a lot of people are like, oh, what do you do? Like, and they base, like, intellectual level on things like mm-hmm. that, too. I have met doctors who cannot think their way out of a box, I'm pretty sure. But mm-hmm. um, I've also met amazing doctors. But, like, that... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want. Yeah, like you said, I want to know what lights your soul on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, what makes you sad? Yeah, what makes you frustrated? Like, what makes you you? I don't care how what you drive or what you live in or what you do. I just mm-hmm. also are you a kind human being to yourself and others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and it, I think as a whole humanity, like as as society if we let go of those mere like materialistic things and just really got to see people for who they are on the inside oh my gosh we would just crash all of the systems like oh yeah if you didn't if you didn't need the fanciest brand new car or any of those things to have societal war like worth Mm -hmm. what a happy place it would be yeah it, everything well everything's tiered everything i mean gosh darn it i've entered the world of hockey you know oh. crazy that world is my word like whatever happened to just having fun yeah going out and playing something because you love it not because mm-hmm. of the outcome of what might yeah. be and probably what won't be just yeah. like yeah. what did what did Rose say the other day oh oh like his goals yeah. The schools are have fun, make friends, and cheer on his teammates. The kid oh, I love that. cries after every game because he wants to play more. Oh. And that legit, as a parent, that is all, like, I wrote it on my Facebook. Like, that's all I could ask for. Yeah. Like, I will run all over the province, the country, the globe, wherever, for hockey if it lights his soul on fire i don't want him to do it because he thinks that's how he's going to gain my love and all of that i want him to do it for him i'm unattached to the outcome of whatever he does i just want him to be happy Mm -hmm. that's it and that's the same with everything but i find and this ties in so well with the conversation we had with marcia and I mean, I am very green in the world of hockey. This is my first year. We've only done one month. <laughs> but I find just just listening to conversations, like there is that attachment to the success of our child. And even at the age of six, that like 
where is the love? Like, do you love the game or are you just doing it because your parents want you to? Because I really hope you love the game. And you know I'll love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, let them find their way. Let them play. Let them score a goal and then they point at you because they're so happy. Let them cry because they want to play some more hockey. Let them forget how to stop and take out seven kids and then get up and laugh at themselves. Just <laughs> let them play. Let Be- them play. Let that, them play. That translates to us adults too. Yes. Just go out and play. <laughs> Just go out and play. Who cares what people are going to think? I Maybe mean, don't take out seven kids though. <laughs> no, don't forget how to stop as an adult and take out seven children. Please, if anything, uh, like bail to the boards. Hurt yourself, yeah. but <laughs> but we can learn so much. Like just watching, like he, like he has such a passion. He wakes up at quarter to six in the morning and wants to get ready for hockey. He wants to know how many sleeps there are until he skates again. You know, he wants to find free ice times. He can't wait for it to snow because he wants to skate on the pond with his friends. Like he is not attached. He doesn't care how many goals he scores. He doesn't care if they win or if they lose. He just is doing it for the love of the sport. Mm-hmm. And like, that's such a a great thing for us as adults to learn. Just do it for the love of something, not for the and outcome. I, and it's not like he was born a natural either. Like he's out there busting his ass, practicing every single second that he can. Because he does enjoy it, because he's doing it for himself, because he's passionate about it. He's not doing it because he has to or thinks that, like, yeah, this, if I play hockey, then my parents will love me. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, because, like, I mean, if anyone is listening knows Ryan, like, Ryan played, he played in, like, university, he played Germany, he's done junior, but Ryan never pushed any of this on Rowan. Rowan Mm -hmm. chose to dance for two years. Rowan Mm -hmm. wanted to tap dance, and that's what he did. Like, Row legit chose to step on the ice a hundred percent by himself Mm -hmm. like ryan there were sticks obviously ryan would play ryan would ask if you wanted to go skate with him but this was not pushed on him at all Mm -hmm. which honestly kind of blew my mind i'm not gonna lie i thought ryan would be very like all right let's play hockey because that's what he did but he never did ro chose tap dance and ro tapped ro tapped hard for two years Like, and he chose to get on that ice because he loves it and Mm -hmm. he wants to do it. And, oh, just makes my heart so happy. Like, I just can't even explain it. And, yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to see where it goes. I mean, I hope he always points at me. He didn't point at me today. I told him, buddy, if you score a goal, can you just point at mommy? Because you're so gosh darn cute. And his little smile. He's like, sorry, mom, I forgot like that's okay dude <laughs> just pointing to all of his fans yeah hey, hey guys you guys see that <laughs> yeah oh gosh they're so cute little kids are so stinking cute though but anyways i'm glad that thanksgiving went well for you yeah and i'm, I'm glad that i'm like i'm starting to feel settled in here now i, was, I mean I, yeah i was gonna ask you like Howard, because I know like when you came back, like your eyes were on fire when you were in Bali. Like I've said oh, it, your God. eyes, Kaylin, like you can tell your like, yeah, your eye, 
they just every time every snapchat everything every time i saw your eyes they were just like ignited in bali and then i know you came back you're kind of like oh. you feeling a little bit of angst i guess would be the good word yeah it's it's honestly it was just such a high i don't know i've never felt like that and i think it is like you know when people are like oh you just got to exercise and eat healthy and do a spiritual practice and your life will change like yeah it will but when you're in a place where like that is what you do in bali like fruit is so readily available and it's almost cheaper mm-hmm. to eat fruit than anything else then it's just more like easier accessible and yeah. and i did that i did that for a month and i had never felt better in my mind body and soul ever in my entire life like i felt completely nourished and then i came back to new zealand and i was like uh-oh now it's on me to like continue to eat healthy and nourish my mind body and soul and as we do i fell off the bandwagon but you know i also have grace for myself and i know i know how i can feel when mm-hmm. i do those things so i i'm attached to that feeling and i strive for it every day now mm-hmm. because i know it's achievable because i was there yeah so mm-hmm. yeah i was saying it's just the implementation of when life actually when you have to go back to life. Yeah. Not that you weren't living there, not yeah. at all, but like you were living, you were thriving, you weren't surviving, girl. Like you were on a roll. <sighs> but like when you come back and have to implement that into the day to day life. Yeah. It is very, you can get bogged down. It just still to this day, mm-hmm. I'm five months into this. And the other day I woke up and I just like got my pen and I just started journaling and I was like, holy shit, today I woke up in New Zealand. Like, can you believe it? (laughs) Yeah, you've been here for five months, Kaylin, but it's still so surreal to me. Like little Kaylin from Stellar just peaced out and moved across the world. Like that is not... And I know you've had that too, Mel, like where you've said like little Melanie from days land you know now I have the movement and all of the things and it's just like we think we're so small and we're incapable of doing things until we actually do them and I'm still in disbelief I still can't believe that this is my reality like Mm -hmm. when you think that it can't get any better it just continues to get better when you are just in alignment with your soul and you're not scared to just trust the universe and and yourself really like I know now that no matter where I end up in life I got myself I can I can do it I can figure it out mm-hmm. and that's pretty empowering so let's backtrack <laughs> we're gonna rewind I'm gonna take you back <laughs> out of New Zealand How did you feel like, what is the difference between Kaylin now mm. and Kaylin seven months ago? What what difference do you know? Do you know to, notice anything? How did you get there? Like, what are you feeling? What are you seeing? Witnessing? Great question, Mel. I think I would like you to answer, ask me this again. Like, I'll answer it now, but I'm interested to know how my 
answer changes when I move back to Canada. Okay. So you're going to tell us now, but I'm going to put in my show notes. Ask Kaylin <laughs> this question when, because we all know me. I can't remember anything five minutes from now. So, so I think that, yeah, the difference between Kaylin in Canada and Kaylin in New Zealand is, to put it quite simply, I've chilled the fuck out. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have found okay. A big, a big lesson that I've learned is letting go of materialistic things. Like I came here with a suitcase, and I was just like that damn near sent me in a panic attack. I've had a really tough time with having a limited amount of clothing. I feel like that is a way that I have always expressed myself is by different. Um, and I mean, I had three different jobs in in Canada, which all required different ways of dressing. And um, and that was a real struggle to me. I think a lot of my self-worth was put on my clothing, which is interesting. Mm, so I interesting. learned that. Um, the difference between Kaylin in Canada and Kaylin in New Zealand is I, I feel like my voice has even changed. And we've talked about this previously too, but I feel this sense of calmness of slowness um i have been i was unemployed for a few months and like the past few weeks i just there hasn't just there just hasn't been work and so i've really had to sit in my shit that i've been avoiding with overproductive overproductivity and that the and using work to avoid. I've really had to work through those things. So I think that since I have left Canada, I've become a way more patient and calm person and way more connected to myself because I can't distract or avoid things, mm -hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that? Because, I mean, you've been very involved in this transition. Hmm. I find, yeah, your patience has, I mean, you, uh, when you were here in Canada, like, you always were trying on to the next on to the next. I'm not creating. Oh, I got to, I got to do something. I got to do something. Whereas I'm finding here, you fall back into the, I got to get something out, but you come out of it a lot sooner yeah. and you know, it will happen or in relationships you're developing like over there with people like I feel here in Canada, you would have shut it off the minute that discomfort came but now you're welcoming the discomfort and sitting with the discomfort and not closing the door leaving that window cracked open then you open the window a little bit more and you're like oh fuck it I'm gonna open the whole door and walk through like I find you're more you're not shutting things off you're yeah. letting it come and flow as it will be even if you're sitting there still doubting things you're like no no I'm going to see what happens. Um, so that is what I'm noticing with you. 
I think, oh, Kaylin's moving. She's taking us. Um, none of you can see this, but she's taking me on a tour. Oh, she's spinning around. Yes. Oh, sorry, there you are. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I was outside and then the neighbors just got company and I was like, okay, we're done out here. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. Thank you mm-hmm. for all of that, Mel. I think that that is a very, very, very valid point. Um, I... Patience has been a really tough thing for me. And when I like, I really just thought as soon as I'd move here, like all my problems would be solved and it would just be like flowing. Mm-hmm. Everything would be awesome. But the universe has really taught me patience. And, and you're totally right. Like I was always on to the next thing and just hyperactive because I just, that's how I got my worth is like working and, and fulfilling other people and helping and doing and all of the stuff. And now I just went from like a hundred to pretty much zero for the first month that I was here. And it gave me the crucial time that I needed to reflect. And the entire time where I was like my business, I'm not happy where I am with my business and all of the things. And I've like looked back on my business and my life. I've had this beautiful time to reflect. And I was just like, holy shit. When I didn't think I was doing it, I was freaking doing it. Mm-hmm. I was creating amazing opportunities and workshops and retreats and all of the things. And I just struggled to feel that success. And that's why I kept on pushing for the next thing because you want that feeling of success mm-hmm. and to be proud of yourself. But it it takes time um, to be able to just hit pause and be like you are doing it and and to feel proud of yourself and to congratulate yourself and and just really see that and embody that and I think yeah that's exactly what happened when I moved here is I was actually forced to look at it and and celebrate the amazing life I have built for myself Mm -hmm. and be patient for what's to come and actually enjoy it and stop doing it and start enjoying. And I think too, because you left Stetler where you've been your entire life. Mm-hmm. Not that you've never made new friendships. Obviously, we became friends. But in New Zealand, you were legit forced to start creating a community basically from scratch. You know Summer, but that you were forced to now, like you didn't have the comfort you could say to be like, nope, X, I-, I don't know. I just don't feel super great. No, on to the next. Okay, hi, friends that I've had forever. Like You don't have that there. You have us obviously via Zoom. But that in-person connection, it has forced you or invited you. The universe has invited you to step out of your comfort zone and start really examining you on a deeper level in regards to relationships. And, and a lot of my relationships has, has healed while I've been over here. Oh, no. I'm just like, I mean, again, you don't need me to say this, but I am very proud of you. Thank you, Mel. I appreciate like, it. Um, I am very, very proud of you. I mean, I miss you a lot, but. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm so tired and I'm slightly emotional and I'm getting very nope. tired. <laughs> but I, I've always said. Like I said this to Kayla and I was like, I don't know if this sounds creepy, but like, I feel like you're like my little sister <laughs> and I just am very, yeah, it's, 
you've had a lot of growth Mm -hmm. and growth that one day we'll talk about. Mm -hmm. But for the listeners, like the podcast, even though we're unfiltered, like there's a lot you still don't know about us. And there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that we like you aren't quite ready to share yet. And, um, so I want you to know that like, yeah, you're listening to us and we, you're thinking, oh, they cut their shit together. Yeah. They say they don't, but there's parts of us you still don't know because there's parts of our stories that we're still healing and working through and trying to find our voice in that chapter of our story. And one day you'll know, and then you'll know why I'm getting choked up. Why I'm so proud of you, Kaylin. And, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, life. What a journey life is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's just so magical when you find a voice to that chapter of your story that you can put words to it and share. And again, someone will resonate with it. Mm-hmm. And it'll come when the time is meant to be. Yeah. And I think it's very easy for our listeners to be like, okay, it well, it must have been so easy for you to get to this point because you don't know the backstory. And I just want to give you a little bit of perspective just in the sense of like moving to New Zealand. Like, I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have reached out and was like, wow, good for you. Like, I could never do that, but I want to, but I couldn't. And like, you don't just, you don't, you're not born ready. Like, I just, like, I was the type of person that I went to, I went to college an hour away from my hometown and I was a wreck being an hour away I remember the first time I had to look for the TD bank and I couldn't find it and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna drive back to seller because I know where it is there like I was just mm-hmm. so angry that that I couldn't even figure that out and I was home every single weekend like my family is so important to me my community my friends like those are my core values and And that decision wasn't easy to just pick up and move. It wasn't easy, but it was necessary. And I've said that before is like, we just, we have to choose our hard. Life is hard and you have to choose the hard that is going to be the most fulfilling for you. And leaving my family and my friends was the hardest thing I have ever done. And like seeing my grandpa cry, like hugging him and not knowing where this was going to go or if it was even going to be worth it or if like that's the last time you're going to see your loved ones like you know I don't know what's going to happen in a year while I'm over here um it is it was like one of the hardest things I have ever done and I moved here and New Zealand is very similar to Canada but like I can't go into the grocery store and buy all of the same ingredients for things like there's not even a grocery store that's the same name. <laughs> like it is hard and I think that when you hear these stories and you hear me like sharing like gratitude and stuff like that it's just like well it's easy for her. And you know Marsha talked about that too is like when we see someone on the other side of it it's just like must must be easy cuz it worked out for them. But like no there's there is struggle along the way and I Mel and I I mean, I'm not excited to talk about my life story, but Mel and I have talked about it and and we are willing to share our stories with you guys to give you some background context to 
how we ended up here and how proud we are of ourselves and each other. So that's to come one day. It will. Um, yeah, I, uh, it is such a strange feeling and I know like, and I can really, like I can relate to the whole, like when you're leaving to go to another country, you are sitting in that duality of emotions because there's that piece of, and gosh, not even duality. What, what, what do you call like triple? Like (laughs) there's that piece of excitement. There's a piece of fear. There's a piece of sadness. There's just so many factors and giving those people those hugs and being like, I'm not going to feel this embrace for a really long time. That's a mind fuck. (laughs) It really is. Cause then you're like, what the hell am I doing? Because that's what you know. That's your comfort. That is your comfort. And you are leaving your comfort. And you went with a man. Like you went with a man fresh in a relationship and you're like no pressure but hopefully I'm I, this is gonna work well, out oh my gosh giving my mom I remember giving my hug mom a hug and in my head I was like well first time I'm gonna live with him 500 square foot apartment maybe I'll be seeing you in two months I don't know yeah but then I also went with someone on that I went with someone yeah but I think that that's that's different though like I don't know. That's pretty that's pretty scary. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> well, it worked out well, I suppose. Yeah. It all worked out. You got came engaged. back with a ring. Got engaged shortly after shortly after. Gosh, I carried the ring through security and I didn't even know. Yep. There you go. It um, all worked out. It all worked out. But yeah. I just really like where this went because me too. Like I've talked to people and yeah, they're like, I'm like people have messaged like, I'm really proud of you for, you know, just being you and opening up. And it's like, I could never do that. And it's like, but there's parts of me I haven't opened up about yet. Mm-hmm. Like you and I are not that much different. Mm-hmm. Like we all have a story and there's parts we're ready to open up about. And there's parts we're just not quite there yet. And that's okay. And maybe there's parts like, I'm willing to open up to a few people, but not the world. And that's okay. You don't have to share your bloody story on a podcast if you don't want to. Sounds a little crazy if you ask me. I know. (laughs) Friggin' freaks what they are. (laughs) But But we're willing to do it for you guys. Yeah. And I mean, and if you're just wanting a safe place, come chat with Kaylin and I. We'd love to share your story. Mm -hmm. Um, But literally what this... This podcast has been as legit how Kaylin and I have conversations. No joke. This is legit our conversations. Yeah. They go from one thing to another, which that's what happens when you talk to your friends. And that's what we've said from the beginning is that's how we want you to feel. And it's interesting when you go in with zero plan and how it all ends up tying together. Like we started this just talking about Thanksgiving and now we've talked about like living abroad and Mm -hmm. all of the things. Hockey. Yeah. But it all ties in together. Hockey. It all ties in. At the end of the day, it's just living. Living. You know living. what I also want to quickly say? Side That's tangent, completely love. like off topic, but not, but is, anywho, is you don't always have to be thriving 
because I've had a lot of, I've been listening. I haven't had a lot of people talking, but I've been listening to conversations. Like you don't always have to be in thrive mode. It's okay to sit in a moment of dormancy and maybe you're just surviving for a moment. And that's cool too. That doesn't mean you're not living or, you know, I think we have this constant unmet, these unmet expectations because we think we always have to be in thrive mode. And my whole like, I mean, the movement is centered around releasing, reconnecting and restoring your being so that you can thrive from heart center. But within that, that doesn't mean you have to be thriving 24-7. You are allowed to press pause and sit in that moment of dormancy like Mother Nature does. Because usually when we sit in that moment of dormancy, the next season of our life is full of beauty and wonder and magic. And that's okay. Sorry, I had to just go off on that tangent. It came into my head because I just, we're hitting a very nice season for a pause. And I invite people to take that pause and maybe journal and dive deeper. And thank you for bringing that up because that hit me hard. Like I just moved to New Zealand and I was like, I felt this expectation that like, okay, you made this big move and now like you got to talk about how awesome your life is and you got to go out and you got to like see things and explore and you know, you moved to New Zealand, like you gotta, you gotta do some things. And Mm -hmm. for an entire month, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like so angry and so lost. And I was just so frustrated in that season of dormancy. And then now looking back, I was like, oh, (laughs) that was your nervous system relaxing from Mm -hmm. going 24 seven for the past probably eight years. Mm -hmm. And, and that's okay because it was preparing me for what was to come. And that was like something so epic. Mm-hmm. Um, when we moved to Germany, I slept for like the first month. Like, and I felt so like I was wasting away time. Yep. And an opportunity. Yeah. I was like, man, like we got to go do all this stuff. It's like your body is screaming that you need to freaking sleep, woman. Just freaking sleep. So much pressure we put on ourselves. But so. let's rewind or fast forward to present day. And I'm sitting here being like, I'm so exhausted. Why am I so tired? And Kaylin's like, well, I wonder why. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm not pausing. <laughs> no. Or my pauses are met with mom. Avery wants yogurt with chocolate chips in it. So we're all still learning, friends. (laughs) We are. And it's not like we need permission to do these things. But I think that especially when like I open Instagram and I've done a really good job on my coaching page that there's just like very inspirational people on my feed. And sometimes it's just too much. I'm like, you know what? I I don't want to be my best version of myself right now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to to do all of these things. Like I just need to hit pause and Mm -hmm. That's when I know I've been on social media for too long. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Social media. I get we could go on a tangent about that, but that's yeah. what, you know, it's also my F about social media when you're trying to grow a business though, because you mm. like, if you want to stay relevant, you should be posting like X times amount a day and this and this and this and this. I don't got time for that. So therefore I won't be relevant. My sister sees like my posts like three weeks after I've posted them because I just don't post enough and that's fine. What will be, will be <laughs> people who are meant to see it. will see it. 
I was just gonna say that I've never felt like I've never followed any algorithm Mm -hmm. and like I haven't been posting regularly and I just threw up a reel the other day on Instagram and like 50 people liked it and I was like that seems odd (laughs) (laughs) like usually it's like three people yeah and I think it's just because I didn't have to post it I didn't put that expectation and so people felt that I put my whole heart and soul into that they could feel that and that will beat any algorithm out there, I believe. Yeah. And now we're talking about social media. Jeez. Yeah. Anyways, moral Anyways. of the story, listen to your soul. Take pauses when you can, when you need to. Yeah. Wow. Before you have to. Yeah. Before your body forces you to. Mm-hmm. And, and do what you got to do. Just do what you got to do. Take a page out of Rose book and find something you're freaking passionate about. Gosh, yeah. Just go have fun. Find make new friends and cheer on your teammates. Literally, that should be your game of that. Those should be the rule of rules of life. All right. Today, guys, we're gonna make friends. We're gonna have fun. And we're gonna cheer on our teammates. Boom, success. And we're gonna Pretty cry. Simple. We're gonna cry when we're done doing what we're doing because we're so stinking passionate about it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And those happy tears, they hit different. Oh, they do. Gosh, yeah. when you cry because you're happy. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally, like, my chest felt tight last night. And there was just so much pressure inside of me that it, like, leaked out of my eyes. I was like, what the hell is this? I'm like, I think that this is healthy. <laughs> I think I... this is what they call joy. <laughs> is this joy? It must this... be. Hello, yeah, joy. Mixed in with, like gratitude and <laughs> i don't know weird yeah. no anyways peace all right well that was far from a quickie but here we are it, was, it wasn't a cheeky cheeky podcast <laughs> but it was one i like the word cheeky oh, okay. um anyways that's that that's i mean just is a treat talking to you, Kaylin, as we usually do. <laughs> Likewise, Mel. We haven't had one of these episodes in a while. And I like I love our guests. I love sharing stories. I love all of these things. But these nice like random catch-ups are are also my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I are they your favorite? Let us know on the reviews, please. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yes. Leave us reviews. Apparently that helps us out a lot. So you know, reviews. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's a whole new podcast thing happening in Canada. I don't know much about it, but maybe reviews will help. So leave us a review. Maybe give us some stars, ideally five. But you do you. You do you. We'll love you no matter what. Yeah. And we put this out. And if you got criticism for us, that's fine. You get to have an opinion. And it's only going to help us grow. So word. We might have a cry about it, but that'll be fine. We might come on and have a cry podcast. Oh, if there's a whole bunch we should do. Yeah. Anyways, I'll tell you this later. We don't need to tell everyone this. But okay. I think it's going to get rambly. Yep. Thank you for stripping with us, guys. Stay weird. <laughs>